Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. Today I'm also going to bring you guys a little something from uh, that book that I mentioned yesterday, uh, The Biggest Bluff. And here's this one. And I'm learning about poker. It's kind of kind of fun. But uh, so apparently there was this like side game, I'm going to call it, that was invented uh, at a tournament that these guys were playing and they got bored and kind of were sitting there. I don't, I don't understand how you get bored playing poker uh, for the insane amounts of money that they were playing. But anyhow, they got bored and one of them decided to make up this game. It's now called Laden Thinks and Laden's the name of the guy. Um, and here's how the game goes. First, he asks who wa- he, he asked, you know, who wants to play this game? And, uh, you know, two guys volunteered and here's what he does. He simply asks a question. Like literally, he asks a question and it's got a like numerical answer to it. And then he tells the two guys, you know, one of them goes first and he he gives what he thinks the answer is. And then the next guy goes and he can either go under or he can go over that number. And they just keep going until, you know, uh, they call, which means they just they that's it. They lock it in. They don't want to go any lower or any higher. They think that number is the answer. And then the other person says, okay, I think my number is the answer as well. And then they turn and they ask the person who originally asked the question, so what's the answer? And then he gives them the answer. And a lot of times, um, you know, these are like high wager type things. I mean, I read about one that was for $10,000, but then again, I read for about one that was uh, for a dime for 10 cents. But either way, here's what's super fascinating about this game um, is the person asking the question doesn't know the answer to the question. So in the book, they were talking about, well, what's the distance from Earth to Saturn? All right. Like, and the guy that asked the question didn't know the answer to the question, but he just, he He estimated what he thought the answer to the question was. And then he turns and he asks the two guys that are actually participating and they start guessing. But what's interesting is they're not guessing the answer to try to get the right answer per se, right? Like on Wikipedia, it's going to tell you what the distance from Earth to Saturn is. And if you somehow knew that and you guess that, Well, what if that's not what the person that asked the question is thinking? Because he doesn't know the answer. So he could be higher than that number or lower than that number. In other words, what you have to do is you've got to read the person asking the question correctly. You've got to think the way that they think. You've got to take the perspective that they take. You've got to essentially get into their reality. And you've got to think to yourself, what would they say the answer to this question was? Now, here's why I wanted to bring this to you guys, because this is so interesting and it has so much benefit for us in performance. It's not about being right. It's not about having the objective right answer. What it takes for us to be successful what it takes for us to perform at a high level, what it takes for us to um, experience some success against our fellow competitors 
is not simply knowing the right answer, but it's looking at and taking a lay of the land and analyzing that correctly. Thinking about your competitor and and thinking, okay, my competitor will do this because I know them. And so I know that they are going to do this in this scenario that we are currently in. So you can, you can beat them to the punch or you can react appropriately or whatever that happens to be, right? But it gives you a, it gives you an advantage. Here's where it gets muddy though. There was another example given in this book where, um, the guy was friends with the guy that was asking the question. One of the guys participating was friends with the guy that was asking the question. And so he, um, he, he just was like, I've got this one because I know this guy and I know what he's going to say the answer is or, or around what he's going to say the answer is. And so I have a definite advantage. And what ended up happening at the end of this one right here was that when they were done, the friend said, really? Like, that was your answer? Are you serious? Like, you know, it was, uh, how, how much money would it take for you to never wear socks again? And the, the friend overestimated, right? I think he said like $500,000. And this guy said, no, it would only take me $160,000 and I wouldn't wear socks again. And the friend, you know, asks him, are you serious, man? Like, I'm your friend. Like, really? Man, that's a really low price, I would think, because you go to the gym and work out all the time. And man, for you not to wear socks. And then the guy that, the guy that asked the question, he says, you know, you're right, man. Like, wow, that, that is a low price. I should have probably asked for more. And so here's what, so guess what? This makes things complicated, doesn't it? It almost negates everything that I previously said about knowing your competitor, because what if you know your competitor and you know what they would do maybe nine times out of 10 in a particular scenario, but guess what? This is going to be that one time out of 10 when they're not going to do what you're expecting them to do. They're not going to follow the blueprint right? They're not going to react how they've reacted in the past. They're not going to act like they've acted in the past because they're thinking differently. So what do we do with this? Because this is largely confusing, right? Like Mario, what am I supposed to do now in order to be successful in a competition when I'm going up against other people? Like you're telling me to like know them, but then you're telling me that I might not know them. Both of those are correct. All right. So what do we do? Stay in the present moment. Stay in the present moment. That's the, that's the only way that you're going to get a beat on what's going on around you is staying in the present moment. So sure, there might be maps and graphs and, and this was done at this time and this is the pattern, this is the precedent, this is the probability of so on and so forth. Like there, there might be all of that. But what happens if those things don't happen? What happens if we don't follow those? Now you could possibly be in trouble and compromise your competition or your decision making. But if you stay present, then you'll have a better chance of right now, today, in this moment, what's the vibe? How's everybody looking? How do I think everybody's thinking? What do I think is going to, in this case, scenario, in this scenario, because when we really break things apart, Every single moment is different from the previous one. Even if it looks exactly the same, there's going to be something that's just going to be a little bit off. And so not getting caught up in 
this is certainly going to happen because then we open ourselves up to be surprised. And you guys already know what I've talked about being surprised. We don't want to do that. We want to, we want to be able to expect the things that are coming in front of us. So it's having a good understanding of staying rooted in the present moment and just looking at our competitors, seeing what they're doing, seeing how they're behaving, right? Um, trying to tap into their feelings. There's a certain mood going on or what have you. And it's, and it's understanding all of these things to then, well, try to win that game of Laden thinks, right? Try to win that game of this is the right answer. And I know this is the right answer, but that person over there asking the question, this is what they're going to say is the right answer. And that's more important than getting the right answer, isn't it? It would be more important than being able to say that we're right, but losing the game. So I'll leave us with that. Present moment, folks. It holds, well, it holds everything. So let's make sure we plug into it. I'll plug meditation here. I haven't done it in a while. Meditation is huge for that. Meditation will help you to stay better focused and rooted in the present moment. So I highly encourage that. Headspace is the app that I use. Awesome app. I think you should look into it. All right, folks, that is what I've got. Until next time, y'all take care.